0: Welcome to the OK
1: Nerd Podcast. My name is Oscar. And I'm Keegan, and this is the podcast where two friends talk about anything and everything
0: nerd. Yeah. How's uh, how's your evening going, Keegan?
1: Uh, it's good. Um, I'm just very thankful for my health right now at this moment, because in the month of January, I came down with pneumonia and bronchitis, and it was just not fun.
0: Man, that that is terrible. Yeah, so, it was I'm- like a
1: double whammy of stuff. And I honestly thought I had COVID, but uh ironically i had pneumonia
0: which i i mean i don't know which one's worse so yeah. it, it's like well crap you <laughs> know stuck between a rock and a hard place yeah, I wish
1: nobody ever to get pneumonia because i i never felt that sick in my life
0: oh uh, well i'm i'm glad that you're okay and i'm glad that you survived the month yeah. of january <laughs> yeah.
1: month of january brand new year brand yeah. new life
0: <laughs> brand new year brand new life started out many new threats around (laughs) the world and we're here in february now
1: yeah which february is black history month so me and oscar thought we would talk about um some african-american superheroes that we come to like and starting off with our dc pick is (laughs) like well we want to talk more about static shock or static but um we kind of do want to shine some light on milestone comics which is a Kind of like a branch off of DC that was just dedicated to creating some really amazing uh, African-American superheroes and other type superheroes as well.
0: Yeah, and um, the reason why we decided to do this is just because, well, I mean, like you said, uh, February is Black History Month, and we're like, yeah, you know, um, why not do something like this? Because we've actually been wanting to do this for a very long time, kind of like when we started the podcast. And one of the main reasons why is because um I know me and Keegan have talked about in the past about modern Hollywood and how modern comics especially with our uh, the heroes that we like how they're always just race swapping already existing heroes instead of making their own or and, using yeah,
1: amazing characters that have already yeah, been made.
0: Yeah, and and that's the one thing about Milestone it's like look these heroes have been made in the past. Um milestone media comics started in the early nineties, was it like nineteen ninety three, something like that?
1: Yeah, and the reason why they were they were the company was made because uh, you know, a bunch of uh African American workers within the comic book industry noticed that there was, you know, lack of diversity Rep- and representation. Yeah. Which I mean there had been some heroes in the past, but they felt like it was kind of like they could be cooler and more modern instead of, you know, just kind of wacky and funny and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Cause I felt like a lot of the, the characters that were, um, you know, African American and already existing comics were kind of just thrown in there just to say, Hey, look, you know, we we we, we threw an African American character in there, so th- there you, you know, th- there you like, go. And they weren't really, like you said, they weren't really developed. They were kind of just w- very maybe one dimensional, one issue yeah. or
1: something like that, or help the Justice League out one time. You
0: yeah, just just so they can say, hey, you know, we did our part. But Milestone, the the creators of Milestone, they said no. Like we want um, actual good characters that have depth depth. you know not just (laughs) not just uh here one day (laughs)
1: gone the next like and one of the best characters at a milestone that a lot of people will recognize is static i mean a cartoon was made yeah in the early 2000s i mean that's how i wound up discovering static shock yeah and ironically um wb wasn't a go on that show for a while, it took a lot of pushing to get that.
0: It took a lot of pushing, a lot of, um what was it, like rewriting, because it wasn't WB kind of afraid to make it into a kid's show. Because a lot of the issues that Static deals with are things that a lot of um, teenagers at that time, and I probably still think today at the, in modern times, deal with. Yeah. Um. At, in school and within their communities, and uh, WB was like, "Nah, th- this is too graphic, yeah. like for kids. Like, they, we, we need to take it back a notch." And then
1: the creators of Static were like, "Hey, no, look, I can make this a kids' show, like, and um, well, what was the creator? Uh, Dwayne McDuffie yeah. uh, actually helped on uh the kids WB show to make it more, you know, kid friendly and everything because he knew he could tell the story. You know, just, you know, for the WB Saturday morning cartoon-esque. But, you know, like Oscar said, like, Static, what a lot of people don't realize is, back in the 90s, Static is a completely different character from the cartoon. And I realized that, like, it talked about drugs.
0: Uh, gang it, violence. Gang violence. Sexuality. Uh, unplanned teen pregnancy. Yeah. Uh, drug use amongst... Um, the black community, like teenagers, uh, dealing with stuff at school, dropout rates, um, especially during um, you know the '90s, where a lot of black kids were like, you know what, like I'm just gonna drop out of school and just join a gang and yeah, get and, in trouble with the law and, and get into
1: drugs. And what Static did was shine light on everything, and then you get to look through the eyes of Virgil Hawkins, and you know the. Main story, if anybody's ever seen the cartoon, you know, the first episode is, you know, his friend takes him to this, like, pier-esque place where he's going to fight, you know, this school bully and everything. But when you look in the comic books, it was, that place was a gang hotspot. Mm -hmm. These two gangs were fixing a throwdown, and the friend of Virgil's gave him a gun to basically say, here, go, go kill him. Like, that's how you have to get rid of these bullies, is you just kill him especially since he's in a rival gang. And then uh, everybody knows kind of what happens after that is the police find out these two gangs are going to fight at this place. They use some experimental gas, which leads to uh, what they call the Big Bang, where anybody who was involved with that gas, either they died or the ones that survived wound up gaining power.
0: Yeah, and the reason why the police wanted to use this gas um, is Basically just a, a new method of, uh, you know, taking taking care of, of gang violence, we, which is kind of sad. I mean, to look at it, you know, they, that in, in the comics, law enforcement was willing to uh, go to extreme measures to just get rid of these gangs. You yeah. know, instead of doing something about, hey, like, you know, these are people. Um, these these are, are kids. Yeah, these are kids just in a terrible situation. They're not bad kids. They're just kids in a terrible situation. Um, you know, there's probably other measures that we can take to to get rid of this. But no, they're just r- r- ready to go yeah. with the most lethal thing. Let's it's do an used, experiment. Yeah, let's do an kids. experiment with this deadly gas that will probably leave no evidence of our involvement whatsoever. And um, that gas, like you said, caused the survivors to gain superpowers. So that's where well, we get. Which it backfired on a lot yeah. of
1: them. Because, like, Virgil is like the only good kid out of that. And so imagine giving these kids who already have a rough past and are already doing dangerous things. Now you amplify them with And they powers. feel
0: yeah, they feel like a god. They're like, oh, oh man, yeah. I'm unstoppable. I'm invincible. <laughs>
1: invincible. <laughs> yeah. But Ta-da. you know, and Virgil realizes the powers he gets is like uh electromagnetism, which ironically with static, people thought he was either kid Black Lightning or he was Black Lightning's son in the past when he was created and then when you realize no they're two different characters
0: was was Black Lightning a milestone comic no. hero so
1: Black Lightning was actually uh one of the only African American characters that DC had before Milestone was even created mm. but you know they didn't do a lot with him and so that's when they created this but with the popularity of Milestone um it did help Black Lightning in the future, like yeah, know, we have popularity. TV, yeah, we have a yeah. TV show and everything of him, and that show's super good too. Yeah, but uh, what a lot of people don't realize is they always assume that Black Lightning and Static have the same power set. But the way um, I read, then kind of understand is so Black Lightning is like a battery; he can create it. It's part of him. Um, apparently, is probably one of the most strongest DC heroes alongside um superman and wonder woman
0: and captain marvel or shazam my bad shazam (laughs) (laughs) the og captain marvel
1: and static um kind of has to absorb or can manipulate electricity yeah and use that needs
0: to recharge like oh man gotta gotta recharge and
1: but what's really cool is later on when um Milestone and everything. Once they kind of went back into the DC universe, because the way DC had it was, Milestone had its own universe within the DC universe, which they renamed it like the Dakotaverse, mm. and then DC was its own thing. And then there was like a a crossover uh, comic book where you get like Static and
0: the Teen Titans. Yeah, because I I remember um, as a kid that was my introduction to um static shock as well was the the cartoon and that was my introduction kind of to comic books as well you you want to you want to start reading like the batman comics because of course you like the teen titans and robin is part of the teen titans so yeah they were there was a lot of crossovers with static shock helping the teen titans and vice versa and uh, i remember watching um, a lot of crossovers between Just like random heroes that would show up, like like Aquaman or something. It's like, oh okay, like for one episode.
1: You watch like (laughs) Justice League Unlimited, and you see like uh Batman Beyond episode, and then there's Future Static. Yeah, like it's just those crossover episodes are really cool. And then, like Oscar said, it's like a gateway into the getting into the comics. And you know, once they realize like the popularity of it, then DC, you know, integrated the the Dakota verse characters that were created by Milestone
0: into you know the DC universe and and the reason why it's called the Dakota verse is because um doesn't it take place, place, in place Dakota yeah yeah <laughs> and and uh is it Dakota City or something like that like yeah.
1: where all of um where all of them are it seems yeah. like because another popular character out of Milestone is Icon and when I was reading more on him yeah it was he was in the Dakota. On The and Black like,
0: Mountains of Dakota. Yeah.
1: I was like, what it reminded me of was, um, like how every Marvel superhero is in New York, and you're just like, why aren't you helping each other? Like,
0: yeah, we're San Francisco, New York, or San Francisco.
1: Yeah. But, like, um, with Static and stuff, he just, I would have to say he's their poster boy, hmm. like, for Milestone,
0: because he's the most
1: popular character.
0: Yeah, he is, and he's he was the coolest. I mean, you know. Looking at the character, it was like, oh man, he rides like that hoverboard skateboard looking thing. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then his best friend, Richie, is like super smart and becomes gear. Yeah. And I mean, even like that, just even as a kid, and one thing I never realized as a kid was, you know, the whole color barrier kind of thing. Cause, yeah. you know, as a kid, you don't realize like, you know, static was the only, like, now that I think about it now. The only African American superhero we had growing up as a kid. Besides John Stewart's Green Lantern, but you know that
0: was popular. I yeah. I mean later on as you start to get more and more into comics, you realize that there's others, but you're right. Um hit John Stewart, Static Shock, and Martian Manhunter. Um yeah, John Jones. Yeah, John Jones. Uh were the only ones. And I mean, the the reason why you know we we want to talk about this, like I said in the beginning, is just because we're I mean, me and Keegan, and you know, we're, we're avid fans of of you know a lot of superheroes and stuff like that. So I just don't like it when modern Hollywood kind of gets an already well known character and basically race swaps him and says, "Hey, well, you know what? You're racist if you don't like it." And it's like, no, it's, it's not about being racist or anything. It's about you're not paying attention to the heroes who are already what you're looking for. If you want to make uh, a a popular hero, um, if you want to make a popular African-American hero, put it like in the spotlight, you already have a, a library of existing good characters that you can bring out and say, look, like we're going to do this hero. And if a lot of people don't know him, well they're gonna know him because he's actually yeah. really cool. Like Static Shock. If you don't know Static Shock, man, look him up. He is awesome. Yeah. And and the issues that Static Shock deals with as a kid are the things that um I think teenagers do deal with uh in, in real lives, um, within uh the the school life, academically and socially. Um yeah. and, and it's it's riddled with gang violence, the comics. Um, it's riddled with um issues of substance substance abuse, um, teen pregnancy, um underage sex and everything yeah. like and, that. And and sexuality. Um there are some characters, teenagers who are questioning their sexuality and you know, static shock as a hero, you know, helps them deal with some of those issues. Things that I think a lot of teenagers can look at that, relate to and say, Oh, okay, you know, like I don't have anyone to talk to or something, but at least this kind of you know, yeah, like that this, this. You, you like. th- this helps and this covers some of those issues. So it just it just pisses me off when, when they when they don't like DC and Marvel, especially DC, when they don't even look at their own library and realize they have a freaking gold mine ready to be ready to be used. And it's like, yeah. come on, man, like don't give me a, a, a race swapped freaking superman yeah i
1: swapped batman like you have characters like if you want a superman-esque character take a look in the milestone library there's a character called icon yeah he he was their superman in the milestone dakota universe he has the same skill sets he's on par with superman as it's explained in the comic books when everything is merged together when You know, there's characters like that. And then, like, Icon and Rocket. Rocket is Icon's sidekick. I mean, that, if you want an empowered female African-American character, that's it right there for you. In the DC side. She, you know, encouraged Icon to become a hero. Helps him. Uh, She had, uh, what I read was she, um, how do I explain that? she got pregnant when she was a teenager and yeah. that talks about abortion and everything. Yeah. Like the guy that got her pregnant, wanted her to abort that baby. Her mom wanted her to abort that baby and she didn't. And she kept that baby hero just alone like that. And then still is a superhero. Yeah. Just, you know, it showed that you can be strong even as a teenager when you're scared and everything like that. But you she was still a superhero at the end of the day. And it didn't change anything about it, you know? No. They just tackled topics that are are real, even to this day. Like,
0: Yeah, and, and maybe that's the thing that a lot of people, you know, when they do read comics, you know, they, when they read fiction and fantasy, because that's what it is, you know, it's fiction, maybe they want something that doesn't necessarily um, represent real life. Yeah. They, they want something, a different world to escape to. But a lot of fiction and fantasy is based off of, you know, real life events, whether it's a certain period of time where there's certain, um, you know, political strife that that is going on. I mean, a perfect example is (laughs) you can read um, Dante's Divine Comedy. And at the time that Dante uh, Alighieri wrote the Divine Comedy, there was a big political strife in Florence, Italy. Uh, so part of, you know, part of when he's going through Inferno, it's, it's tackling a lot of the issues that, that he realized, um, what was going politically in, in Florence. And I mean, to this day and, and modern, uh, historians and, and literary experts will say, oh man, you know, like this this guy, you know, was <laughs> was was uh ahead of his time and and oh you, you look at the writing and it's it's amazing how he tackled uh you know this issue or that and it's like well he kinda based it off of what was going on around him. It's the same thing with these comics. Um I'm not saying that it's the same level or the same par of 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 that literary work, but In terms of of topics, a lot of these writers, they get influenced by what is going on around them. So sometimes when you do pick up a work of fiction, you realize, holy crap, you know, this kind of hits a little bit too close to home. Um, And maybe that's something to kind of look at and and realize, well, how do we handle it? How do those characters handle it? Uh, Oh, they handle it like this. Well, what can I do something that's either similar or, or better than the way they handled it.
1: Yeah. Uh you, you like just hit it like, <laughs> right on the head? Like I was just sitting there. I was like, yeah, there's really nothing more I can add to that. But, you know, if DC was smart, they would look into their library. Like, I don't know how many times look at Black Lightning. Black Lightning yeah. was a great show. I think it's still on today. I don't know. I don't. Have it was, and cable. the CW. It was coming out on the CW. And uh, one one of the questions that I, when that show happened was they were hoping that they would kind of segue into a live Static Shock TV series, into a movie or something. That character is still very popular.
0: I I think I think they do want to like for HBO. Doesn't uh, doesn't so, Michael B. Jordan want to write in a Static Shock? No, Show. so,
1: actually, Michael B. Jordan has been attached to, like, Static Shock, and then... Val Zod. Val Zod. Yeah, which is so, the black
0: version of Superman.
1: Yeah, from Earth 2. Um, g- speaking of Michael B. Jordan, kudos to him for basically standing up for a lot of comic book fans, because WB, won- when all this stuff was going on, when Henry Cavill was suspected not to be returning as Superman, what they wanted to do was just throw him to being Superman and calling Clark Kent. And Michael B Jordan basically told like the WB execs like, "No, we're not doing that." Like, why? He goes, "Do you not realize how many fans would just be pissed off?" He goes, "You have tons of black Supermen. You have Val-Zod and then Icon. I think yeah. yeah, Icon, and then uh, there was one that was where, like, uh, Barack Obama was Superman <laughs> or something in a different world. But he was like, if you want to do this right, let's do the Val Zod,
0: yeah.
1: Earth 2. You open up this multiverse thing, and I was like, dude, kudos to him. Yeah. Cause, and, I mean, he was probably protecting his acting career because, you know, uh, you jump on yeah. board on that yeah. and people will absolutely hate your guts. But yeah. then he was also attached... Two there was rumors that they were going to make a static shock film, and he was also going to be the prime candidate to play Virgil Hawkins. but I think in either one of those roles, he'd be fine because he
0: he loves the material, yeah, you know and and I hope they do and and they put milestone media um you know up in the spotlight because. Uh, these heroes are are pretty cool. I mean, of course, you know. Again, my favorite one is Static Shock. That's the one that I know the most. Yeah, but same here. Um, Icon is really cool. I mean, it'd be cool to see a, a hero, um, kind of like Superman, you know, and, and have a sidekick like Rocket, and you know, go out there and kick butt. Yeah, know? and uh, it'd be
1: cool to see that they are making. Um, so DC, uh, hands off to them for their animated universe movies. If anybody out there hasn't seen any of those like Batman versus Robin, you know, all that Justice League uh, war movies, I recommend seeing them because they're amazing movies. DC doesn't know how to do their film universe, but they can do their animated movies just spot on which is so weird yeah
0: (laughs) you know it's like come on man just translate that
1: to live action so what they're actually doing and it's in production right now is milestones getting an actual animated movie where we're gonna have static really icon rocket um i believe uh there's another hardware yeah hardware and i think the blood Mm syndicate which is like a team of uh, african-american superheroes yeah like and uh, they're all gonna have their movie nice like in one yeah. movie all those characters are all going to be together
0: that's awesome
1: so i mean Heck yeah
0: i mean I, that that's
1: that is how like you should do it you know yeah exactly and a lot of people are going to watch it. i know i'm going to be watching it because yeah. i want to see those characters on the screen you know
0: yeah. and and you said uh hardware is like uh milestones iron man you know just uh decked out in like this iron suit yeah so um, <laughs> not necessarily like iron man but so like close. with.
1: With his character, uh, brilliant kid, it starts out brilliant person. This guy takes him under his wing, and he thinks like, "Oh, this guy's like a father figure to me and everything." And then you find out that the guy he's working for thinks of him lower than him, mm. and is actually a supervillain. Mm. But he can't leave the corporation he works for because it's in his contract. So he uses his mind and everything and builds you know that suit and everything like that and goes against the corporation as Hardwire. yeah but see like stories like that like you're you're literally sitting on a gold mine when you can use any of these characters and they have amazing like backstories stories everything
0: we'll we'll, we'll see in the future how that turns out and i want them to uh you know i want them to do it right
1: yeah, I' one hundred percent.
0: So ho- hopefully, um, you know, this another episode like this won't be needed in the future. Just because hopefully in the future we do get to talk about like, oh man, you know, like what do you think about you know the the Static Shock movie or the Static Shock TV show, <laughs> live TV action show, TV
1: show, or the Icon and Rocket show? Yeah, or and, I hope so. And what we'll probably do is we'll do a review over that movie when it comes out. Oh, the milestone yes, movie, absolutely. Because I mean. I think that's going to be good. I'm excited. I don't know when it's supposed to come out, but I remember, uh, I think at a DC event, they announced that they did. They had actually the original creators of Milestone. Now, uh, Dwayne McDuffie passed away years ago Mm. in the early 2000s, I think a little bit after the Static Shock show happened. So he's not around anymore, but the other two original creators of Milestone are still around. Nice. So they're still... Alive, kicking, creating great things. So, you know, we'll kind of see how that goes in the future.
0: Yeah, hopefully it goes well. Um, But, yeah, I mean, is there anything else that that you want to add, Keegan? Uh, No, we just
1: kind of wanted to shine light on just some really cool characters and just kind of share our thoughts about, you know, just basically just shine light on these characters because they're amazing characters. And if anybody out there listening check into them look up milestone comics there's a list of just insane characters that I I still haven't been able to go through all of them but there's still some cool ones out there
0: yeah and um, again uh you know check it out and and I, I know I will because uh, the only one that I know is static shock and um, a few like icon and and rocket in I I really hope that, you know, they do him justice. (laughs) Yeah. I, so, yeah, but uh, I, I really enjoyed, um, this episode just because I know, uh, that we've been wanting to do something like this for, for a while. And we decided, well, why not February since we were thinking about, you know, what, what do you want to talk about? And we're like, Hey, well let's just record and let's just talk about this because I think it's, it's a good time. I'm, I don't know. Um, but if, if you're a listener out there and you enjoy the show um, or enjoyed this episode, I appreciate it. And, you know, go follow us on on Instagram and, and Facebook and Just um, shoot us a message. Yeah. You know, reach out to us, uh, you know, see what we can do better and stuff like that. Um, I think that's that's it for this one. Really. Yeah.
1: And then yeah. I guess we'll see you on the next episode yeah, in
0: the next one. So. All right. We'll uh, cue that music.